Hey guys, uh, it's this week's sold out featured player. We got Doug Richardson. Doug He doesn't have a, a name yet. Okay. I was really happy that that's what he chose for his end song. Yeah, it was good. It was soft. Uh, Doug grew up in New Canaan, Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. Oh. Yankee. Flat ball in Whamlow's neck of the woods. Nope. Yeah. No. Incorrect. Nice D in Whamlow. I mean, you and I are brothers. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice D. <laughs> uh, he's number 34. He's six feet tall. He's 170 pounds. Truth to that, I think. Seems about right. Wait, what's his size? He, li- he says he's listed as six, even. Yeah. Really? Yeah, 170 I, seems right. I think that's good. He's he's just looks so innocent that I think he's shorter than that and lighter and lighter, yeah. No, he's he's strong. Yeah, he's yeah. I Is agree. He? Yeah, really. I agree. Yeah, huh. yeah he nice. definitely he definitely cares about that bod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got to treat that bod right. <laughs> Good for him. He's got a strong cleft chin. He does. Ooh man. Yeah. Pass it around. Let me see. It's a little butt. A little butt. chin. Yeah, a little butt. When we speaking of strong tangent, when oh, we yeah. interviewed uh, Logan Kinney's girlfriend for the sold out. <laughs> Video which got in the. He's got cut. longer hair than those two. She, uh, oh, she does. She's a toss up, but she's got pretty long but locks. She, yeah. she encouraged Flatball to check out his abs. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Logan's. Yeah. Like right away, it was like among the first things she said. He asked her, What's it like to date a frisbee that's player? Awesome. And she said, He's always at practice, but check out his abs. <laughs> and she actually, gets it. She gets she it. She gets it. Actually, we ended up, ha- we ended up uh, having to cut that part. Yeah. But, uh, you could, Put out there in B roll. Anyway, back to uh, Richardson. Uh, Back to Duke. So, Duke, he went to Washington University in St. Louis. Maybe you guys who have been around the scene can tell me a little bit more about this. But what's the deal? Is that like an ultimate school at all? Wash U. Wash U and STL. Yeah, it is a little bit. We used to be in the. They used to be in the the South region in college Mm -hmm. before they restructured. That's right. Um, And they were always good. They were always. I feel like they were a little bit on the outside looking in for they nationals. They were on but, the margins for sure. But they were at least decent. It was the only, I mean, I don't know if Washi's a good school otherwise, but they were, I mean, they were no ultimate destination, but they mm. were still good. Academically, it's a great school. Probably. You can say that. But, I mean, it's Washington University. <laughs> Wait, what? He went to, I thought he went to St. Louis. Washington in St. University it's in St. Louis. In St. Louis. Yeah, that's misleading. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think it's named after the president or the state? state. Or the capital? <laughs> I grew up next to an ice rink, but was always too small to play hockey. Apparently, he's grown what up to be strong. What a sad story. <laughs> we chose him because I feel like he hasn't played that much this year, but this week he seemed to be the future player. Yeah, why what's, did what's he what was scoop his, with that, uh, Coach Terry? So, yeah, he was injured for a little while, as I recall. Yeah. He played at a beach tournament and then hurt his foot and got like a fracture in his foot which is like kind of a nagging thing you got to just take time off and so yeah oh, he, so seems, he, was... he seems like he's back at full speed now he, he looks he, yeah he looks good uh, what's his style playing style he's is he a quick guy he yeah <laughs> i i would say that he is a handler that regrets that he's a handler and wants to be upfield just cutting guys to pieces huh yeah. really so Here's, so I yeah he doesn't I think, yeah, he would definitely prefer to be downfield. I His disc skills are to. really good, though, because, I mean, that's part of the reason why we put him back there is because it's such a value to the team. But 
his tendency is like he wants to go upfield so badly. I think that's what he's used to. So he's played with Houston for a long time, and I think they've had – I think he's been the younger, like, you know, go play defense or go cut. And have you know they've had uh-huh. mm-hmm. older guys that usually run their handle set, and that's what I feel like. It always happens. It happens to everybody. That's what happened to me. It's too. the it's classic like, scenario. It's like yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, I'm always game and I put the disc to you deep, yeah. And yeah. then yeah, and then you know all of a sudden, you know, you're the guy that is the better. You know, knows well. You you're the guy that kind of knows how to throw when everyone else you know doesn't know how to throw at all. Yeah. And so you kind of get forced back there. By default, you handle. I've experienced uh, that a lot. So yeah, I was just surprised that he was what? inserted. I feel like there's been a pretty stable handler core, like you and Pashwah, Chase, oh, Better Bennett, Starkle. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. but then Starkle didn't play this week. Brooks a little bit, is he? But yeah, Richardson so, was like, in. I think Chase. It's what sucks is that we've just we've not had a full. This is the first time we've had. Like Tank had Tank and Terry had the full roster to choose a team from. Right. Yeah. And I think up until this game, we have always had, you know, some you know pretty integral part of the offense out. Whether it's like I I missed like six games this year. Yeah. Purcell's missed a game or two. Ethan's missed some. Walsh I think has missed even missed some, and he hates missing. I don't know. Maybe he didn't miss, but probably not. He's not like, as he, not as many as you. You missed yeah, the most. I missed the most. Because you're a fucking yeah, asshole. I just I didn't know. You came in the middle. I miss, yeah, yeah. I missed the first like three weekends, yeah. three games, four games. Yeah. And but yeah, but we so, all looked around and we asked each other, "Who the fuck is this who lost? The, who the guy? fuck does he think he is? <laughs> he just walk on the team. <laughs> he is an asshole. <laughs> but, but off the field, he's a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and so this, I think that's why Tank had a or Tank and Terry had a hard time, like probably figuring out who to put on there, and that's, I mean. And Doug's been hurt, so he hasn't been on it. So it's oh, kind of like didn't realize he was hurt. And then yeah, and so I think, you know, and then how do you balance it with the D line and everything? And so was Starkle know. a healthy a healthy scratch? Like he just didn't have this spot. It was a little. I think I think for Tank and I, it was a little bit of a test run. And you know maybe, you know, it's a big game to be doing that. But at the same time, you have to kind of take those risks sometimes. Put guys in big situations and see what you can get. And so. We wanted to give Doug a shot, and uh, you know Starkle's been solid all season for sure. So we just we wanted to give Doug a shot. He's coming back. He seemed fresh. You know, Starkle had played really well in Jacksonville too. So it was a tough decision. I mean, these these last couple of weeks have been really really tough. It's been really tight, really close amongst all the guys that have been available. And again, because we've got home games, all these guys are around. Yeah. Right? They're here. They're ready to play. So you know, it's tough. Yeah, I do not. Envy y'all's job at all. Yeah, those choices you got. Actually, Tank mentioned that too. We were having our swimming date. <laughs> Goddamn swimming date. No, he just mentioned that that was the obviously the hardest part of the job is unlike a lot of other sports, I guess the football in a little, a little bit. Well, even you ultimate have, like, to a certain extent, right? Like you, active or not. you have like your guys, that's your team for the whole season. You don't have to make a decision. You make a decision point right. by point who's going on that point, but you're not like, you're not going to the tournament. Like it's a totally different scenario for ultimate. It's like you have 28, right. you got to narrow it down to 20 every single game. That's tough. Uh, Starkle, Richardson, who else would you put in like a trifecta with those two who are kind of uh, that role of player? Purcell, maybe? Purcell's, well, as far as their role, no, I mean, I think Purcell is more of like a, you know, 
Purcell's like a central, you know, he's yeah. a central ham, like the center of the offense. A That's lot right. Of time. He's gotcha. like the quarterback. He is. He takes control. Yeah, he's okay. the quarterback. So I got a question for you, both of you, and it's gonna get a little dirty. <laughs> As it yes. always does on the sold out <laughs> podcast. Okay, Richardson, Logan Kenny, Starkle. You got to fuck one, you got to oh, no. marry one, you got to kill one. Oh, this game again. I, I was just going to say, game. fun fact about Doug. Did you play like, this on a I previous think this podcast? is pretty yeah. easy. Yeah, Rory said he would eat Doug. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. no. Is he what? That was wasn't even an option, game. but he said he would eat him anyways. <laughs> oh, oh no, yeah. the island. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wouldn't put up much of a fight, right? Yeah. No, I would definitely, I would fuck Logan. There you go. Um, I would I would probably marry Doug for the same reason that Rory would probably eat him. <laughs> Compelling. What a character. No, no, Doug, I know Doug, Doug's got like he's got a good solid job. He'd You're going to kill Sarkle? Are you serious right now? I mean, I don't want <laughs> to. You're going to kill Sarkle. I mean, I guess. Wow. I mean, I don't like that game that Would you much, kill him but... and eat him? <laughs> his uh, sister said, his sister said he's quote hot. Yeah, that was weird. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Video. That was weird. <laughs> no, I mean, I I feel like Starkle, if it, I feel like he'd, uh, you know, he'd be willing to take one for the team. Yeah, just fall on the sword. Like, just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's his he's personality. A good, what a I mean, guy. Yeah, just like, a, okay. that's how, I mean, I feel like that's Texas State mentality. Like, say, Walsh, you know, just oh, yeah. real humble, real like, you know, I'll do whatever it takes for the for the good of the of the herd. Yeah, they're indoctrinated. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. Killed you. Um, You're dead. Can we play? Can we try the Ninja Turtles game with with these guys? I was gonna say I, I was super disappointed in Chase yeah, and Mathis. Awesome How do those guys not know Ninja Turtles? Well, I don't know. Like, well, especially because it's been rebooted. There's been two come more on. Movies. I know. Those I know. reboots don't even count. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're shit reboots, but they yes, are. But we should definitely play that with these guys. Okay, so. Uh, Raphael, Leonardo, Donatello, Michelangelo. Who's who? Michelangelo. Like, yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna start with Michelangelo. I see that seems like the obvious one. Who are you gonna say? Purcell. For Michelangelo, are you serious? Mm. Michelangelo's Boy. like the party dude who's like Boy. pizza, skateboards. <laughs> yeah. I was have gonna say Wildcat. Seen, Wildcat's Michelangelo to have me. Have you seen Purcell's hair? And also have you seen Purcell if he's had one beard? We'll see. We learned <laughs> we learned last week, correct? That Nine to five, Purcell yeah. might be a different Ninja Turtle, but after five. Nine to five, Bouchon. <laughs> Portois apparently likes <laughs> to tie one on. Right? Didn't you yeah. find that out? The last yeah, we once found that out. Once he's done a working, he goes and eats a mini baguette. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> wow, Flatball. Uh, so I guess it depends on the time of day. Okay, so you got Pokemon and you got Wildcat. Yeah, I mean, Wildcat's like... He's Michelangelo. Sure. I mean, I don't have any argument against that. Okay, so okay, so so we've got two different answers for Michelangelo. Well, I'm willing to concede mine. What do you, we're gonna vote on every one that you guys do. All right. Well, we, so we'll we'll do the tiebreaker. Yeah. I'm gonna say in that case, I would choose Wildcat for. Me. I would choose Wildcat as well. I would also choose Wildcat. Yeah, I win. You guys don't know Purcell. We don't. <laughs> He's <laughs> a mystery. Let's get to know him. DJ's okay. pissed. Let's, Although, let's you're go. Still not, you're still not pronouncing his name right. That's better. Baguette, painful. That's better. Let's go Leonardo. Leonardo. The brains. Mm -hmm. The guy with two swords. Blue headband. Now, this, for me... Actually, I'm going to let you talk. Go. I guess not the brains, because the brains is really Donatello. 
Leo is more of the leader, right? He is like just a rock for the Ninja Turtles. He is always there. He's never going to leave. Who is that? Oh, you're right. Wait. Who's the techie guy? Is techie Donatello? is Donatello because okay. he's got the bow staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like super nerdy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think y'all got that wrong on the last podcast, yeah, right? I think so, too. So Leo's just the leader. And I would say that's Jared. Because I don't think, I don't know, maybe we make Jared like, I don't know. I'm on board with that. I, I feel like Jared's just never going to leave as much as he wants to. He's I mean, he, he is. If, and he's if, also if just only like, you could see the group a, me, he is the rock. Yeah. If he's, only we could see the group uh, me. Heard about this group God me. damn it. Give us two hours, Terry. Two hours. <laughs> Lucky was not to give that away. He, he went overboard. Two but hours with the group there, me. So. That's all we need. <laughs> yeah, I'm on board with Jerry. Jer- Jerry for Leo. So that's yeah. unanimous? unanimous? I'm, I'm going to go with that. I like that. I agree with that one. <laughs> Shocking. I well, have was, no idea I mean, who Leo but is. But think about the way that guy plays the game, too. Like, he is just completely solid. He, he's not a, a flashy player. He doesn't, like, have flashy throws, but his defense is always on point, and he just, like, he makes big plays when the team needs him to. Okay. Truth. He, like, every morning he'll send a fucking picture of him working out. There I, is I, a I separate... understand, because, I mean... Really? Okay. I'm, I'm, I talk to him a lot about a lot of stuff. And true, true story, there's a separate group me. So there's the soul group me, and then there's oh, a separate... Are you about to go over the line? I am. Okay. <laughs> the line's been crossed. We're crossing it again. There's a separate group me called the Soul Rise and Grind, and it's created by Jared because he wakes up at like 5 a.m. Fuck, I'm not in that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you're not rising and he'll go, he'll go to the track. He'll go to the track. He'll go to the track at 6 and he'll grind it out on the track, and then he'll go to the gym, and he'll grind it out in the gym. And this is all before like 8 a.m. I haven't even gotten up yet. Jesus Damn. He's Leo. Decided he is Leonardo. He's also really good at somehow like walking the line. He is, first of all, he is incredibly good at like social media and like how to post the right, like the way to also appeal to like maybe people that don't know him at all. Like, so, if, you know. But also, yeah, like what's if his you platform? To... Like Instagram or what's his? No, wheelhouse? I mean, I mean, his all of his Facebook posts get like hundreds of likes if they're yeah, re- he's on know, point if they're relevant. But they're all like really? it's a way to appeal to like people that he doesn't talk to every day, but also the people that he sees on a daily basis or talks to on a daily basis are also like he's like a connector. Like everyone, but like yeah, his like every somehow every single out. morning he'll have like some post of something that's like. Got a good joke in it, but also you're like, fuck, Jared's already worked out for two hours today. I better go do the goddamn track workout. <laughs> you're right. You, I, I, Jared. I, just, uh, I just logged on. Sounds very Leo. And yes, here's yeah, uh, his Leonardo. most recent post. It has 163 likes. Yeah. And it's a post with, I've been in Vietnam for a week and had a lot <laughs> of amazing experiences. Yeah. He did just go to Vietnam. His wife's Vietnamese. Hmm. Shout out, Jess. Okay, so we've made it through Michelangelo. I'm tweeting these answers, by the way. Leonardo. Let's go Donatello. Brains, purple headband, bow staff. Super into, like, electronics. He makes gadgets for him. Make stuff? He's a turtle in a half shell, which Mm -hmm. they're all are. Turtle power? Power. Well, no, you guys each got to think of your own. Then, then okay, so we'll think of our own. You're trying to convince him of one. Okay, he does a good job of that. Let's, Let's start... Uh, with herbs and spices over here, then. To you. Mm. I gotta go with Purcell. You I mean, it's. God damn it, say his name right. <laughs> I gotta go with 
Baguette Purcell. <laughs> Baguette Purcell was the <laughs> translation there. Uh, I mean, he kind of runs shit. I feel like, I don't know, he's he's real, pretty high up on a, a at his company. I feel like he's got a. I feel like any any company that where someone like him is high up is probably a tech company, even though I don't think they are. <laughs> <laughs> that is some solid reasoning, right wow. there. But he is he is very he's a super smart dude, and I guarantee if there was some electrical problem, he would be able to figure it out. Agreed. That is a, that is a fair response, and I accept it. But I'm going to give a different response because I want to leave it to these guys to vote. So just to be contrary here, I'm going to say. Daniel Poindexter. <laughs> Ooh. Robot. The, the elusive robot? Poindexter. Wait, yeah. Robot? Is that his new nickname? No, no. He, I mean, you, you, you know his nickname. Right? Oh, yeah, I know. Well, yeah. we gave him. He's Flatball. like the artist formerly known as at this point, though. Flatball right, yeah, gave him right. two weeks to come up with his own he nickname. He did, because, yeah. Oh, and that's he right. came back two weeks later and had nothing. Uh, Are you kidding me? me? Well, maybe it's So I said, Donatello. is it because you want us to go back to your <laughs> old nickname? I don't think that's what he wants. Maybe it's not a tell. No, that is right off. The I mean, table. he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't like weird about it. No, not at all. I'm just saying. Like, he's like, I just. He's like, I can't. You have... reach a point in life. Yeah. Well, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm about to have a baby. I kind of don't want you know my baby <laughs> to grow up with people calling his dad porn. Knowing about it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm afraid to say it at this point. Like, I won't <laughs> I say it now. But but the so weirdest the thing is, of ultimate. Yeah. It is so natural whenever you're playing. You oh, know? I, and you're it, just it like, does yell, come out from the sideline or on the mark, like. Porn around. Oh, that's oh, that's interesting. Tough to break. Nobody can hear the porn. Onset, reach around. Reach around. Porn. <laughs> yeah. No around. No around. <laughs> no reach around. Porn. Give uh, them the snatch and the okay, dangle. So it's, yeah. <laughs> snatch and dangle. Are we gonna do a string here? Porn to snatch the dangle. <laughs> that was another Photoshop fail of mine. I tried to Photoshop Chase and Mathis's faces onto the ambiguously gay duo. <laughs> It I is not it. hard to Photoshop. What kind of Photoshop yeah, are you doing? I, did. I, I know. What you doing? I can get you in touch with a guy was, who can do all this stuff for you. And like Photoshop is built around like sort of half-acidness. Like yeah. just well, get I, it the done. More, the shittier it looks, the better. Yeah, I just use Microsoft ones. Paint I put, for that I kind put of stuff. Based yeah. on a football, but I'm just that saying. was that was strong. That, that was, was good. Strong. I did that. That's in the saying, group me. That's it, good. That's it good. It's, oh, it made it in. Woo! Made it in the group me. Quest for legitimacy. Well, you know, I can only, I have to like justify time spent on Zoltan stuff. Yeah. So sometimes I leave it to the end of the I night don't. And I'm too tired. I spent like three hours today on Zoltan. <laughs> anyway, I'm about okay. to spend two more. Is it, is it uh, Poindexter? God, he needs a new nickname. Or Pouchois. Well, it's Baguette Pouchois. Can I throw another one into the ring for consideration? Absolutely. I'm running this show right now. So you can do what you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Terry's in charge. Caleb. Ooh, that's a great yeah, one. I, you know, tech. I knew I was missing something. Okay. It is absolutely Caleb. It's Caleb. <laughs> I, I will concede my vote to Caleb. Hold on. W explain did it Explain him again. He is like this super tech guy. He, he, he is so famous. We don't even know how famous he is. He's so famous. Yeah, he's, he's but famous. he's famous for being a tremendous fucking dork. Okay. Yeah. That's true. Exactly. <laughs> Definitely Caleb. Yeah. Done. Oh, he's, yeah. he's a geek. Like, I mean, he's a professional. I think that, yeah. uh, what's the name of the program? It's like Red versus Blue or? Yeah, so yeah. that's Rooster Teeth. Is Rooster well, Red Teeth versus is Blue is their famous is, yeah. yeah, but right, Rooster Teeth is Caleb. It's we're Caleb. Dumb. Done. Fuck. Okay, we're <laughs> so, on to the last one yes. here. So? So Hogue wins. So Caleb right. Donatello. Raphael. He's the bad boy. He's yeah. got always Red. Always making trouble. <laughs> yeah, always making trouble. Oh. 
But right. he's complicated. But he is complicated. Temperamental. But, and he really, yeah. really, he wants to be part of the team, right? He's, yeah, he's, he's sensitive. reliable when it counts. Right. But he, he does drift live. away at times. Like, mm-hmm. he will just wander off. Like, remember the original motion picture, which also <laughs> well, stars Michael <laughs> Marshall Mathers Mathis. Marshall was in that. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He played uh, Splinter. Splinter. He played Splinter. <laughs> but then he also had a dual role as uh, Casey Jones. Uh, and he and Casey triple role Jones. April O'Neil. That's right. <laughs> Trifecta. For... First time that's ever happened. Yeah. Holy shit. I think you won three Oscars for this exact same role. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got a whole locker full of Oscars. So was that the same year that Sister Act 2 came out? I think yeah. he was in that one as well. Yeah, that's where he met Lauren Hill. Yeah. <laughs> okay, where okay. were we? Okay. Well, look, I have no idea. So Bring us back, I Terry. have no idea. Okay. So, Raphael, who do you think it is? Why do I have to go first? I can go first. <laughs> yeah. It's Rory. Yeah. I mean, I was it's clearly Rory. Rory. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yep. This is Absolutely. a great segue. Okay. Yeah. I've got a great story. Are you all ready for this yeah. story? Okay. So, wait, wait. Okay, we all unanimously S- decided with, with Rory. Cue the music. Yeah. Stories with Rory. Well, cue it's the music. For another... Store. Okay, right. okay. Give me a crackling fire. <laughs> it's time for another story with Rory. I'm your host, Dr. Flatball. In this week's episode, we explore the enigma that is Rory and liken him to Raphael. Then Hurry Turtle. up, I'm getting tired. Okay. We're good, we're good. All right, kick us with your story. <laughs> okay, I'll try. I'll try and make it brief. Okay, Jacksonville game, right? Y'all watched that game. It was yeah. a clusterfuck, to say the least. We were. I'm not even going to go into it, but anyways, the refs were very involved in the game. I'll say, and this is the type of scenario where Rory really has no fucks left to give, <laughs> right? He he just has no patience with. This kind of situation. His fuck tank is empty. <laughs> yeah, he's running on empty. So, anyways, he had already gotten one personal foul earlier in the game. I don't even remember what happened. It doesn't matter what happened, but he gets a second personal foul, right? Second personal foul, you're out of the game. So he gets ejected. Did y'all know that he got ejected from I that did game? Did not yes. know that. We yeah. heard that from. Uh, we did. We Dango knew that. <laughs> yeah. So, so Rory gets ejected from the game. He's sitting on the sideline. A couple points later, the ref comes up to me and is like, hey, you've got to get your player out of the field. He's got to go back to the locker room. He can't be on the field right now. So I have to go and break the news to Rory. And I I love Rory. Like, the refs I, couldn't even tell him to That's what face. I said. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I said. It's like, why don't you go tell him? Because I don't want to talk to him right now. He's pretty pissed. So anyways, I go tell Rory. He's like, hey, just go back to the locker room and chill out. You know, we got this game. No problem. Um so he go, he go he he takes the long way around. He goes back there, and you know obviously we go through a really tight game. We end up winning, um, and we're kind of celebrating on the sideline. And everybody realizes like, where's Rory? Oh shit, he's still he's still back in the locker room. We're all celebrating out here on the <laughs> sideline, and Rory's still in the locker room. So I'm like, okay, well I'll go get him. So I run over there and I go, I go towards the locker room, and then he starts waltzing out. And he's wearing this bright green shirt. <laughs> During the time in which he had been put in timeout, basically, he had gone to the uh, apparel stand and bought a Jacksonville Cannons t-shirt. Oh, <laughs> my God. Bright, bright green, Jacksonville emblazoned across the front. 
And to start, he just waltzes out, just big ass smile on his face. He's like, hey, man, how's it going? You know, just <laughs> like nothing had happened. That is awesome. I was like, hey, nice shirt. He's like, yeah, it's the best souvenir I've ever got. This is great. Oh, my God. And then he got to celebrate the win. Yeah, he got to so celebrate the win. So during the time he was in timeout, he took it upon himself to go buy a jacket. I was hoping he went to go buy the shirt and went and sat in the crowd and watched the rest <laughs> of the game with the fans. <laughs> I, what a weirdo. <laughs> That's awesome. Rory, I mean, Rory is a guy. very complicated person. I really like Rory. He's a good guy. But he's yeah, it's good too. because it'll be like it'll be ten years from now, and he'll wear that shirt out. Oh and yeah, he'll be like what the fuck are you wearing? Oh yeah, and you'd be like, <laughs> it is neon Dude, let green. Let me tell you this. Awesome you would never story. lose this guy. And you'd be like, oh my god, that's so funny. I mean, it's and be like, I'll tell you, it's like here's my shirt. <laughs> and the thing about it is that like. I don't know. I'm working on it. I've only hung yeah, out with him for like. It's got to be higher though. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really good. It's a simulacra. <laughs> it was all so all weird. All you gotta do is just go. What the fuck are you guys doing? What the fuck are you guys doing? I like when we were editing the podcast when him and uh, he and uh, Wildcat came on. It was like an EQ nightmare because like everyone else had like a normal human voice, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then Rory would talk and it'd be like. All up in like the 8K, 10K region, like high end stuff. I'm like, geek. It's crazy. Yeah. Nerd, it's just, go. it's so smart though. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, just really spout smart. out the most ridiculous facts. And he loves yeah. hard candy. Yeah. Oh boy. There he was does. hard, he likes there was hard, candy there was hard candy wrappers all over the yard because he came to our last backyard show and there was like a big pile of like hard candy wrappers. <laughs> We're in a, there's a group that was weird. specifically dedicated to candy. <laughs> Did it ever occur? It's called Candy Yakin. Did it ever occur to you that you had Jesus Michelangelo and Raphael in this studio at some point? Wow. At the same time. At the same time. It didn't occur so much in the sense that we uh, put it in those terms, but we knew we had a volatile fucking combination. <laughs> yeah, we knew that we had a team in here that was pretty much a nuclear bomb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because that those were the first guests that we had on the That's podcast. That's right. And uh, they it did set the bar really, really high. <laughs> I should say, too, that everybody listened to that podcast on the road trip to Dallas. Yeah. I heard. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Or no, wait, it was, on the way, it was on the way back. Yeah, it was on the way there. It was on the way back that it got released and everybody listened to it. Cause it was, so it was after <laughs> no, the No, it loss. was before because Tank said no, we were listening were... to it on the way. No, 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 no. I think we all listened to it. On... I remember talking to him whenever we got back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because we were worried that, like, we just noticed he wasn't playing the game. We were like, oh, fuck. They are in charge of their own destiny, and they know that. Yeah. But either way, he opened the door for other others like yourselves to come. Yeah, in he was a little it. bit. We, they were a little bit of a trailblazer. And be as obnoxious as possible. So. Yeah, <laughs> we actually played uh, basketball today with the old Wildcat. Right yeah. before he came, he's formidable. He, he's aggressive on the uh, basketball. He world. brings a certain swagger, I think, too, to the team. That the team, you know. Oh, definitely. Without without Wildcat, you don't have that same swagger. I saw him call a team huddle on the sideline while yeah, the other did. team was in there and get everybody pretty fired up. I also yeah, saw well, he didn't really make any sense in that, but he did just yell. <laughs> he did stuff. call it in, though. which you need that, right? You need yeah. that sometimes. Sometimes yeah. everybody's like minds are drifting like elsewhere on the sideline, right? You yeah. need somebody yeah. who's going to be like, well, yeah. What's what's your fuck you. what's a guy the commander in a fucking war going to say to really like? He's he's not going to talk some strategy like. Yeah, it's to too late for strategy. Yeah, it's yeah. just all about it's too like late. just get super jacked up and you know go do something crazy. Yeah, like yeah. Tom Hanks. Yeah, what's he gonna say? <laughs> we'll bring it back around, Tom Hanks. <laughs> but I did notice that Wildcat uh, at one point during the game uh, went over to everybody on the sideline and went down the line and just sort of pushed everybody in the chest. 
Like sort of forcefully. There was one point and too think, where he he smacked the water ball in a Doug Richardson's face. <laughs> God, water <laughs> splashes up on Doug's face, and Doug just looks at me. I'm like, Meh. what are you gonna do, <laughs> man? Gonna do it, uh, uh, all right, something up. awesome that did happen in Atlanta was in the no, drink it. Uh, we'll find a way to get more beer. <laughs> Um, so Atlanta, we are down, we, we go up in the first quarter and then we go down in the second and we played a terrible second quarter, similar to how the fucking Dallas game went yesterday or, uh, Saturday. And so we're down and it was like, you know, at that point we were, you know, had at least won a couple games, but we were still like, we were down at that, you know, at half and we were, you know mentally down like we weren't you know it's like oh great here comes another fuck up and loot and loss and so but tank had a good halftime we did you know we talked about his strategy he's like all right let's go and rory had grabbed there was um in the stadium there was like a couple of uh like football like tackling blocks you know where like a coach will hold the pad yeah. like the pad and you know it'll be like a a line kind of can come up and block once with it and the, the coach holds it with his forearm and you know, holds the pad out and kind of hits yeah. back. And so Rory goes out of the locker room before everyone. And as everyone's coming out of the door of the locker room, you know, it's only three feet wide. So you have to go through Rory to get out of the locker room. <laughs> he's got this pad and he's just he's just body checking body checking oh. everyone with this with this tackling pad and just like, let's go, let's go. And Fuck we're all yeah. we're all just like boom. And by the end of it, everyone's just like, Fuck yeah, let's go. We, <laughs> We come out and we fucking win the game. Yeah, you know? it's that's like, awesome. Like we come back and like that was like a big point of you know that same deal where it's like. And recall no who ended that game with the D, right? Who ended the game Rory, with the D? Yeah, D and caught the goal. Like, oh, right. yeah, that was we that was that, that, that was the D in yeah. double overtime. That's right. And like, you know, that was kind of the Thank you, very you, know, much. you don't need it. There's not you know we talked about strategy. That's fine. Now you just need to huh. fucking man up and go There's, do I, something. I totally cool. agree with it. There's only so much strategy you can do, especially in AUDL. You've got. 10 seconds to say something to the guys before they go out on the line. And even in halftime, it's like you have to come in with something, with a strategy that's going to work, and you got to stick with it. You can't be changing shit up. Guys' minds are all over the place. So you just got to go with it. That's the kind of stuff that gets people fired up. Fucking so, body hmm. checking you with a football dummy. <laughs> yeah. So it you're awesome. Yeah. Coaches work is bring it to before the game. Totally. Strategy-wise. Yeah. Reviewing film, knowing what guys can do, giving people assignments, and that that's your task do that if you can do that hmm. we do a very similar move before filming the sold out vlog <laughs> yeah we, <laughs> to get ourselves. when we're driving up to the game we just punch each other in the dick <laughs> <laughs> over and over again um but speaking no. of dicks <laughs> yeah can, you want to you want to oh, oh, cross right. swords can we cross Time swords mic up yeah. another a whiz gonna, from dj a whiz from dj Special edition with Coach Terry. Crossfire. Please leave the door open. (laughs) Okay, I think this is absolutely a first on the sold out podcast. A little bit of crossfire being played. (laughs) Holy shit. There are definitely two streams going right now. 
Colleen just came back. <laughs> do not put on the headphones, Colleen, whatever you do. do. Oh, Terry, you lost. Yeah, I did. Ah, <laughs> DJ with the big win. I pee a lot, but I also have a gigantic bladder. <laughs> oh, there you go. That was You're taking in a lot of liquids. Yeah. I got it. That is yeah. so and back. Hey, big thanks <laughs> to our sponsor, Xerox. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good Today day. our sponsor is Xerox, and we also have uh, Coca-Cola, what? Budweiser, Apple, Apple computers, uh, Google, uh, Google, Google, and Microsoft. Google Fiber. Basically, the biggest companies in the world. Um, but I wanted to ask you guys this question: um, You guys have been part of numerous teams throughout your your lives, and um, I was wondering if you know, because you've been a part of so many teams, like. Are are any of them special? And is is this, is being part of the soul team? Like, do you, are you guys a team? Like, do you feel like there's something different about this one? That is a really interesting question. I agree with that. Uh, yeah, I do think there is something really unique and cool about the soul, just being that. I had no idea that there, there was this many people in Austin that cared that much about Frisbee um, to watch us play, you know? The community has been amazing with this. To see, you know, see the size of the crowds that are coming out for these house park games is just unreal. Yeah, I mean, even even Westwood, right? Like, yeah. it sucks. I wish I was there at the first game, but, you know, there was, what, 1,500 people there, and... You know, there was a thousand people at the the last house game, right, or something close yeah. to that. And, and you know, there's a lot of excuses that you could have made, like it was hot, or whenever you're going out to Westwood, that you know, it's further out there, it's not close. But you know, you have five or six hundred people at those games too. I mean, that's more people. We had more people watch the game on on Saturday than watch club nationals finals that's usually. Right. You know, yeah, like now is a regular season game. You know, that watch more. I mean, arguably a, a much more competitive game in club finals. And we should know? tip our hat to the guys who do a shit ton of networking to get people out to those games, like Parswell. Uh -huh. And yeah. also Christmas. Christmas and Caleb did a bunch of he – did, he did, did work. I mean, yeah. I mean, Paul with the – It doesn't come naturally. Like, this stuff doesn't just happen, right? I don't it like it takes a lot I'm of behind-the-scenes so work. so uncomfortable trying to, like, promote stuff. Hey, you want to come watch my <laughs> ultimate Frisbee game? <laughs> yeah. Well, I know. I mean, dude, we've been in a touring band for 14 years. It's like yeah, it's a, in a, in a city that is clogged with totally with bands. So that's been our like our whole life. And and Flatball's in the band now too. Is trying to figure out how to get you know people out to shows and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it, it is tough. When there's other stuff going on, or when it's raining out, or when it's hot out. Yeah, stuff yeah. Like it's always that. A million so other to things. me, that's like been the coolest thing. I I do think it comes back to the team that has not only done a lot of the legwork to try to like promote it, but then also. You know, I feel like we, I feel like all of our games have been at least somewhat entertaining. I don't know. Yeah. And I feel like it's partly the team. You know, you got Wildcat doing stupid shit all the time. You know, you, get, <laughs> you know. Well, I think it also has to do with it being a really young team, right? Like, it's not. There's a lot of excitement behind this team because it's not like a bunch of old dudes that are going to fade out in the next year or two. These are like super young, just coming out of college. 
they're going to be on the team for the foreseeable future, hopefully, right? Yeah. And we hope these guys all come back next year and play on this team again. And I think it's interesting, like, who y'all have, have like, you know, y'all have kind of, you know, clinged on to as, like, the superstars of this team. Like, they're all the young guys, which is so awesome. And there's like, names the that have Mattis's, gone. Is, yeah. But even though Walsh is, like, you yeah. know, Walsh isn't that young. But, you know, Walsh can also play till he's probably 50 and yeah. still be good. <laughs> But like you know, it like Logan and Joel and Ben Lewis. Yeah, all these guys that you guys are ben like Lewis. these guys. Lewis, Lewis, Ben Lewis. But like that's that's cool because those guys are going to be playing for another. I don't know. Who knows? Hopefully, 10, 20, 10 years, fifteen right. years. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. I mean, that's why we one reason that us three started wanting to do it um, was because first of all, these guys were going to try out to be the public address announcers and then i guess they never held tryouts that wouldn't have worked out i think it would have been really good but then i think we decided <laughs> to try and do good. it not to say not to but. have any disrespect but yeah i, think yeah. I mean land, even I think you've landed in a good place with yeah. this this is even our everything whoever does our announce everybody. whoever does the pa still like mispronounced my name a few times <laughs> boom boom, <I> know. <laughs> boom. <laughs> come okay. on boom hold on i'm gonna call him out personally he is an avid podcast listener yeah boom it's lost corn you Dumb piece of crap. <laughs> Here it is again, boom. Lost corn. But, you know, it, it was a new as team. As long as you get washcloth right. <laughs> we yeah. just thought, you know, it's a new team. And we've always felt, uh, you know, we were, he and I are new to Ultimate, relatively new. Uh, but that the coverage of it is always sort of, sort of bland. And there's, there's, there's some side ones that are, you know, have some more entertainment value. But um, we wanted to kind of, like, accentuate some of the entertainment value and bring out some of the personalities to try to make make that some of a thing so that I don't know add yeah. to the experience uh, in that way not just make it just like you know the Indian Apples Alley Cats like who's yeah, psyched about them nobody <laughs> that's one thing to do make two points that aren't hopefully too boring that's what I think the AUDL is doing really well first of all they're like they're making it be like you know they tweet like kind of funny shit like yeah, they you know do. they kind of they're, make fun of do. guys sometimes a little bit like like yeah. I know that Dalton had that D on me on the upline and like a, the AUDL tweeted it and said, do not pass go, do not yeah. collect $200. And yeah. it was the gif of Dalton making that D and I was like, dang it, that sucks. <laughs> but that's also pretty fucking yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and the, so they're trying to like provide some entertainment and they're also doing like the top 10 and they're basically their entire Facebook page is highlight plays, which the sizzler. So that, I think that they're doing a good job of that, but on the, uh, to a different, totally different point. What I think you guys are doing to get super meta. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I think. Wait. Let me make the point. Okay. I think is pretty awesome. Like because I mean this is making it like I I mean I feel like I got to know all the guys that you've got y'all have had on who I played with. You know I played with Rory for like a long time. Wildcat, Mathis, Chase. But like you get to kind of talk to them. You know you don't get to hear them talk for an hour and a half straight yeah. about you know stupid shit. You know, and so I think that's cool. Not only for me to get to know them better, but like for anyone else that's watching to get to see, you know, hear these guys in a different, you know, like a personal level. Hashtag Whatever. question for legitimacy. Yeah. We'll see. All right, edit that out because that was boring as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no way. So heartfelt. Classic loss, Corn. So far, I'm all. I think we have. Let's three get drunk it. now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was a great answer to the question. Yeah. Um. Terry, I'm gonna volley volley it over to you. Did you have anything? To, what, have you? Is this your first time coaching? What's no? I've coached before. 
not not on this level before. I coached the women's uh, melee, women's melee UT oh. team mm-hmm. for two years. Mm-hmm. Mayladies. 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 So I coached them for two years. I also coached Grays for a year, which is the B team for nice B, yeah. University of Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the first time coaching on this level, and it's been great so far. Um, what was the original question? Is how is it different than any other team you've coached? I think it coached? was uh, like, Richardson, Kinney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Never. Hey, how would you cook? How would you cook Richardson <laughs> if you were would eating you him? Braise him. <laughs> Pan fry him. What is, di- uh, what yeah, is different like, about this team? Yeah. I think. I think that what's different about this team is that. It's like I was saying. You've got a bunch of really young, athletic, highly skilled players who want who are like all in right they're all in on the sport they want to be as good as they can be they want to do this all the time if they have the time to do it um that that's my perception of it anyways and my hope is that these guys recognize that they've got something really great to build upon for next year that they see it they recognize it and they're like i want more of that i want more of all 27 of those guys that I've seen on the team this year, I want to be with them again next year, and we're going to build upon it. We're going to get better, right? Because we've started at a point where we went from a season that we're down to we're 500, now we're positive, yeah. and have a chance at the playoffs. All in first season, right? This is the first season they've even been in existence. This is, I'm not going to say it's unprecedented, but it is special, I think, in a lot of ways. And I hope they recognize that, and I hope it's um, something that they take very seriously. I think. I think that... It's easy to fall into the trap in Ultimate Frisbee to just not take yourself too seriously because you're just throwing a piece of plastic around. But at the same time, it's real. You know, you got a guy that's traveling to London to play for uh, Worlds. And, you know, back in the day. Boring. Anyways, yeah. (laughs) You you, you catch my drift. I I just hope that they realize what they have and that they they build upon that for next year. And, And that was part of the reason why I wanted to come onto the scene as it relates to double wide, it really doesn't matter at this point. But you know, to try and build a program that try, that really tries to focus on as much local as we possibly can to keep these guys focused on one another, because I think that that's gonna. If Texas wants to be on the scene again, really challenging for championships, I think that that's what what it's gonna take. So great answer, but maybe obvious question: Will there be a soul team next year? I mean, uh, yeah, I would assume so. I would think so. But I'll I mean, honest, I know it's. I, I, I know. love fucking ADL. I yeah. love that. Yeah, it is really cool. Like, the season is so much easier than a club season to me. Money, really? t- yeah. time to a certain extent, because we haven't done. We've just really focused on gameplay. Like, because when the team is in town, we have a short practice in the morning, and then we go into the game. We don't do a ton of like practices during the week. It's really like on you, do your workouts, uh-huh. do your strength training, do your conditioning, all that kind of stuff. So. In that case, is it sort of relying on the club team to do the practicing? I mean, because a lot of the same guys play on the team, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, the club season's done in October, right? That's right. And the AEDL doesn't start till. They, they really are know, separate seasons. May. Yeah, they really are separate seasons. I don't, I don't know. I if don't anything, see... the, the AEDL is getting more people ready for the club season. Yeah. I mean, that's how most people treat it still. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, the club is really? the more the pre- club, the club, it's the more prestigious event. Yeah, it's it's. Club yeah. is yeah. club is still harder. Like there's still much more top level people that play club. I don't know how long that will be the case, ADL. but I think yeah. right now where we are today, I think that that is the case. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm curious to see how that happens. If what you described as like, you know, first time playing in front of crowds, how that is different, obviously that's going to be great. I mean, like, we've played lots of really kick-ass shows where there's nobody there, and we've played lots of really kick-ass shows where there's a couple thousand people there, and it's fucking awesome. You know, you don't want to go back. So I wonder if that same thing, if that will affect how people approach their club. Solid. Oh, damn it. I missed the can <laughs> open. How that um, will affect people's club experience, you know? People who play on both. I just think it's a really different mentality going into the club season. Club is like a grind, right? Yeah. So yeah, tournament tournaments are a total grind. It's a Saturday, Sunday. You got four games on Saturday. You got three games on Sunday. You're just like I still think most people that even played in the ADL still consider the I mean, they're still more focused on the club season than AUDL. Like AUDL is more of like a let's get better for the our club team. And for a lot of people, which that's is kind of crazy. Yeah. That's so uh, str- I mean, there's no other sport I can think of that's like this. Like, where the pro league yeah, is not second tier. Yeah. yeah. It, and it, it honestly, it, it, I think it's because that there's more pro teams. Like, like right, because Double Wide consists of Dallas and Austin and Houston guys all on one team. And yeah. now it's two separate teams. Some of this is the dynamic between AUDL and MLU too, right? Like well, the, it's kind of, sp- it's split, MLU's though. like only yeah. like the Northeast and the North, like MLU. Well, but I'm still saying it takes, a, it takes a segment yeah. of the talent out of like this, like with club, it's one pool of talent. They're all, they're all in for club. Whereas right. with the pro scene, your AUDL is kind of like the central core. And then you've got this like MLU thing going yeah. on too. I just don't. I don't think there's that many people that play MLU to be honest. I mean, I, I agree, but I'm just. I, I still think it segments it to a certain extent. Yeah, Hogan and I thought about trying out for an MLU team just for shits. <laughs> yeah, what was it? Where was I? Yeah, yeah. and then they. Uh, we they... should start an Austin MLU team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll be on it for sure. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. in. I'm definitely too old. Hopefully left handed. <laughs> don't worry. Yeah, Bonesaw, you can pay for it all. <laughs> yeah, right, with all my money. Yeah. Let's sell, let's sell this studio. Yeah, someone yeah. can haul it off we'll on a trailer. We'll just sell all the phones. <laughs> yeah. You did build this studio. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it sounds like there's sort of a, a shift. Like people were sort of attached to the club scene, and now. So yeah, th- so there is like a shift for sure. So um, can I talk from like a fan's perspective? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, no. No. You- don't. Yeah, wait, maybe not. <laughs> can, I, can I talk from like a Muppets perspective? Yes. yes. <laughs> from Kermit's from perspective. Mat, from Matt's so, perspective in Muppet a, Treasure Island. As a fan of Ultimate, I've always found it really interesting to go to the club championships because I like seeing the top level players make big plays. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, Kermit, I do know what you mean. Okay. Anyway, I'm somebody really answered the question. <laughs> wow. That was really impressive. So, um, from a spectator's perspective, the a the pro late pro leagues like engage the community, and we've kind of touched upon that so much more than club yes. does. Agreed. Because it's like you can. Oh, you have home games. Like you have home games that people can come to. Yeah. Like club, mm-hmm. you you travel to a tournament most most of the time. It's on a in a soccer polo complex. Also, Oklahoma. That's, that's yeah. That's yeah. way out outside of a city where there's you know, fifteen soccer fields next to each other. But you know we yeah. It, like, so you can't no go offense, watch it. You can't no go watch. No to dub. Like I love dub. No. Yeah. Most of the, the only people that come now, to our tournaments like, are Caleb's friends that he knows that are <laughs> that Twitter are followers of his. They're the only yeah. people that come watch our games that's so at funny. tournaments. I anyway, had that sorry. conversation with Colleen maybe like two years ago. 
couple days ago. Oh yeah. Well, but also a few years ago about how like I was getting more interested in Ultimate, uh, but I had literally had one chance in the last like four years to see double wide play and it was a scrimmage versus that next gen team at mm-hmm. whatever Westwood I don't forget where it was I think it was at Zilker it's very one at Zilker. no it was at a stadium but um, oh, it's very inaccessible yeah, it was at West yeah. Lake. And there West was, Lake there was nowhere there had no, no opportunity to see which is partly why I've gotten into this following it more this year because it's the first chance to see high level ultimate and I'm new to the sport so it's a chance for me to see how it can be played you know instead of just that pickup or at tournaments that we might get into so yeah I mean I think it's like I think it's it's awesome. I mean, I think it's a really cool thing that's happening, and, and not just because I don't have to pay to fucking fly everywhere, <laughs> like, which is also <laughs> that's awesome. a huge perk. Though. But let's be honest, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's yeah, it's really cool that you know you have people that don't get to watch normal tournament, they get to come to watch games. Like you know, the big thing that the selling point, even for for USAU with the club thing, is their big deal is like youth, you know. They're trying to, you know, get the youth involved and how, you know, all that. But the way they really, like, the way the AUDL is just absolutely destroying them in that aspect, in my opinion, is that, you know, they're promoting, like, these kids are able to watch and be, you know, watch the same guys that are on their team. You know, you ha- they have, you know, these kids have a team that they're into, that they, you know, can get a Mathis jersey or, you know, get to see him and high-five him and watch him play, like, you know, every other week at Wait, a home can I, game. Can I get a Mathis jersey yeah, on the merch? Let's rewind really quick. Uh, <laughs> About that Mathis know, jersey? Yeah. <laughs> I Wait, mean, do they I, sell Walt jerseys, too? <laughs> no, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, Christmas. Uh, can we get some uh, jerseys here? Over yeah. here yeah, mix in some personal player jerseys. Uh, but, oh. yeah, and so that's what I think is going to be what really gets these kids interested and that they want to play is that, you know, they have, I mean, not to... You know, not to make us out to anything bigger than we are, but like, like these kids can have like kind of guys they can look up to, like heroes or something. You know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, not that you know, we're not that, we're not even close to that. Well, but it's, it's like first, it's, it's just first... like it's a step to that. You know, you don't get that with a club team, right? The guys don't know. Like, I remember like two or three years ago. This is a perfect example. Uh, Brody Smith, right? Biggest name. Trick shot, Brody. He is, yeah. Uh, he's he came in. Damn it! I was hoping he'd just go away. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Maybe he's a friend of yours. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he he's, gets a bad rap sometimes. But yeah, he uh, he came to town and you know he's like, hey, come come out to Zilker. You know, there's a bunch of kids coming out and you know we go meet up and I mean it literally was just him tweeting that he's going to be at Zilker Park for a few hours and there's like 40 kids out there nice. and it's like. You know, he's just—he's literally just like throwing the frisbee. There's nothing planned. He was just in town for something, and he did it. And and so, you know, me and a couple other guys from Double Wide came out there. This was two or three years ago before the Soul was a thing. And you know, we're, but the AUDL still was. And Brody, I think, was on the either the Wildcats or the Wildfire, whatever the fuck it was. Wildcats. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, these kids, you know, we, you know, are asking us like, oh, what team are you on? And you know, these are kids that live in Austin. And I, I yeah. you know, we we're like, oh, we're on double wide, and they're like, oh, what? I don't know what. I don't know what team that is. Like, yeah. are you? Are you? Yo, you're not on the Wildcats, or you're not on you yeah. know, the Wildfire, whatever it is. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, it's the club team here in Austin. It's in Austin, and they're yeah. like, oh, okay, and just kind of turned and walked off. But I played in World. 
holds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. Well, that was that. <laughs> okay, you, okay. Real question. Real question. How many years does it take for AUDL to become the more prestigious event? How many years? Damn, Terry, turning the tables on us. Yeah. Asking all the questions. <laughs> I think he's part of the sold out team now. Uh, Scooper Steve. I'm going to answer that. And yeah. I'm going to say. It's an open question. Three. Three years. Well, I'm going to throw in. I agree that's going to happen someday. I don't really know. You know, I'm not as into it as you are. But, um, and this is a whole other opening that maybe we shouldn't get into this late in the podcast. But Colleen and I were also talking the other day about how when that happens, what that does to the women's game. Because if the club championship for men is no longer a big thing and the women's club doesn't have a pro team and then the women's club championships aren't able to sort of have that symbiotic relationship with the men's club tournaments. So say the men's club tournaments kind of go away, mm-hmm. where is that going to leave the women's club, you know what I'm saying, the elite level women's thing? Yeah, I, mean, I think really that if so, I think my theory is, yes, women players. All of us are involved with women players. But I think that's my theory with the AODL, if it's going to cross, because of the way the ultimate is as a sport and it has such a, a big oh, it's female right? side, yeah, it's great. I think that if the AODL is going to succeed long-term, it will do it only if they're able to somehow fix that problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you're, you're ostracizing a certain user group. Right, right? Yeah. and that's the, and, and the, the female women's community is so huge. Bigger, I feel like, than some of the other pro sports. Like, There's not like a football women's side of things. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that might be a, a so topic, yeah. But. So here's my take on it. As long as USAU holds the world's card, that is still going to be that's what huge. the most like the best players are going to play because that's still like what everybody's trying to do. Yeah. That's the goal. Like that's the like yeah, that's what everybody I mean that's like huh. the yeah. I don't know. I mean a, a me, club championship like is still a goal, right? That is still like a major goal for club teams, but playing at Worlds or being a team yeah. that competes at I mean, Worlds yeah, obviously huge. like like you know, we at Worlds, you know, every team every US team won pretty easily. So it wasn't necessarily saying like that's the hardest thing to win, but making that team is probably the hardest thing. That's the hardest thing I'll ever do is, yeah. is like that tryout was the hardest thing I've ever done. Frisbee related. Way to go, DJ. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. But like, Humble but brag. that's like what everybody, I think, well, yeah, the team that like Tank and Kara made is even more, is even harder to make, right? Because the one Tank and Kara were on in 2015, uh, like, no, 2013, yeah. Yeah. when they went to Japan, that, that was of the entire country, that was 13 people. It was seven guys and six girls. Wow. And oh, of the entire country. Holy shit. Can I ask I you guys a personal question? Would you prefer that USAU changes their name back to UPA? I mean... <laughs> Hot button issue I was, this week. <laughs> yeah. That article did come out recently. Right? Didn't it Kyle Westbrook. Which was a really good article. It was long, but it was good. But yeah, I, I, it kind of sucks how that all transitioned. But at the same time, I think it. All right, the only way I can justify it is the way I think that things should be. I don't care that much about all the politics of it, but I think one organization needs to run elite men's and women's, and that is totally separate from what USAU does, which is runs everything else from sectionals and regionals and youth and everything else. USAU does a really good job of doing. I think that's what they should focus on. I think another group, they can still work together, but another group needs to run elite men's and women's 
uh, like national level teams. So you're saying like the pro flight that needs to be run by a different organization that focuses like is right because the big thing with that article. Sorry, are we getting into like some? I'm starting to glaze. <laughs> no, no, no. We're we're in the but weeds, but I'm, I was just thinking like this is the. This might be the this, best yeah, podcast exactly ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's stop talking. No, 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 no. Keep going. Uh, you were saying one needs to be covering the elite, and one needs to be covering yeah, everything under it. that. That's the bottom line. One needs to it's do the theory. elite, and then they can focus on visibility because that's what USAU is. Their number one goal is visibility of sport. But what ninety percent of their contingency, their base is not. They don't really care about that. They want. They want. To have so are a, you saying that the world's team is then qualified through AUDL? Is that kind of like No well I'm s I don't know if that's what they or are you not thinking in the, terms of logistics of that? You're just saying I'm you're saying sort of that like right now it does seem like that the AUDL does have that elite men's they have the best chance sure. of going into that. Or to taking over the elite men's no, that makes level. Sense. Yeah. The, right. It's part of it. But um but yeah, I don't like I don't think the AUDL and USAU are gonna work together. I think they hate each other. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. It does seem that way. All right. Anyways, let's talk about something more. <laughs> wait, wait. So, <laughs> guys, I gotta go. I gotta there, go. It there it is. There it is. That's the signal that this the podcast rumbling. is over. <laughs> well, hey, before we uh, get the fuck out, we'd like to thank our guests. Yes. Coach Terry, DJ Herbs and Spices, Drunk Jeff, Kettle Corn, Kettle Corn, Lost Corn. Ruiner of podcasts by talking too much. <laughs> Negative. Negative. Creator of next level podcastness. Those of you listening at home, if you're in the drinking mood, every time you hear a beer crack on the podcast, <laughs> yeah, you got to take a swig. <laughs> yeah. Because we so have an epic amount. I just want to say, too, the fact that you guys came and played at that house park game was fucking amazing. Nice. Thanks, man. For, Thanks, for you to play the national anthem was just like... That was the most, that was it the was most super epic. You guys should get super props for that. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks yeah. you got Ow, that that had mark. to be said. And please welcome Austin's own Bone Saw from the band Full Service here to sing our national anthem.
That had to be said because, <laughs> like, from the entire team, it was sick. like we all appreciate what you guys are doing, and yeah. this, you know, it helps escalate the team. It gets us excited about one another, and I don't know. That that this, thanks, this is really great what y'all are doing. It was awesome. Thanks. Everyone kind of like looked at each other, like even both teams, like kind of <laughs> like, whoa, what's about to happen? Because you started with like a rip. Like, I was just going ham. <laughs> I did. Everyone's like, uh. Did you oh, see really? how the national anthem goes? Yeah. Yeah. Well, not, I was wondering wait, if people would know. Anthem. I wrote a little intro, you know, and I was like, I didn't want to go right into that's it. That's so funny. It, it was, I was just like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. So people were like, he doesn't know the national anthem. <laughs> this is a disaster. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> He's playing a Megadeth song. <laughs> I thought, I, yeah. I went through, I thought a lot of different things, what I could do, like if I should do a dedication, I was thought about doing some sort of like dedication to Women's Ultimate, I ended up being able to wear a Karis jersey, Showdown jersey, yeah, which was tight. the nod to that. But, uh, Decided to compose a little thing, but then uh, I, I don't know. I never done something like that. Didn't know how to do it. But then threw in a little Megadeth shredding, and then was going to either do GNR Welcome to the Jungle at the end or Wild <laughs> it Thing. Had to be Wild Thing. And and he said, "Yeah, that was that's another nickname of mine." Oh, there you go. That <laughs> is thing? that is another nickname. Terry can vouch. Or Welcome I to the can. Jungle. <laughs> so I had it worked up without the Megadeth shredding part, and with and with GNR and Weber said, "You got to throw the shredding in there." And then he suggested that we we all rock out the uh, wild thing at the end. So I did. Anyway, I'm glad you guys liked it. There is no other ACL game that has yeah. someone come shred the guitar <laughs> rather than singing, which is you hear, infinitely... you hear that, Audle. Quest for legitimacy, <laughs> Nowhere <David>. else. <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, guys. And, and uh, just to be clear, we got to root for the Jerksonville can't wins Saturday. Jackson Dicks can't win. Jerksonville Dicks can't win. Got to win Saturday. Jerksonville Dicks. That means Sunday you guys got to win. I'm gonna call. It's a must-win situation. Okay. Actually, Saturday we don't really care if Jacksonville wins. No, they have to win to be. To, they have they to win both win. to get into the three-way tie. Correct. But if they uh, beat Atlanta, wouldn't we be for a three way. We need Atlanta to lose, and we need to win, and Jacksonville right? winning. If, I, don't, if, I don't know that we care about Saturday. We care about we don't care about Saturday because if all we care about is, well, we care about Jacksonville beating Atlanta. This, yeah, this sound that's all that matters. Need to up the ADL, like <laughs> no one gets it. because <laughs> <laughs> no, the only the game against Nashville is not as important as it the doesn't game matter against, actually right. at all, except that if Jacksonville loses. They will probably go get hammered. Oh, yeah, yeah, and not win the game and on not Sunday. Not win the game on Sunday because but they all won't they care. need to do is beat Atlanta for us. That's right. To, oh. And we win. Okay, so because we this Jacksonville's game doesn't mean anything to Jacksonville if they lose the first game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, folks. I finally got it. You're right. They can still beat Atlanta on Sunday, and we're still good to go if we beat Raleigh. Even if they lost, because but, they would be out, and right. they're gonna and have Atlanta, no incentive. The, then it, the, yeah. Wait, would it though? Because that means we'd be tied with Atlanta. Atlanta has the head-to-head. Good Christ, (laughs) have mercy. Jacksonville, listen, Jacksonville wins Saturday. Jacksonville wins Saturday, and they win Sunday. And Austin loses Sunday. You're done. Jacksonville's in. You're done. You're done. Sold out. Woo! Sold out. I'm a soul.